0: Grab your bowls and spoons, kiddos. It is now time for the Peanut Butter and Syrup Podcast with your host,
1: Cory All right, See, now watch this. He's going to intentionally
2: lose the Rochambeau. I don't know. I, that, you know what's funny? is It's as hard to intentionally lose as it is to win. That's funny. I mean, when you That's really true. think about Rochambeau, it is equally mm. hard to throw it as it is to win it. Because when you're trying to throw it, you're well, like, you're, motherfucker. You're literally. Yeah.
1: Speaking of, should we do it? All right. Do ready? it. Oh, oh damn. How did he do that? <laughs> We're doing best one
2: out of one. Two yeah, best one out of All one. Right. I'm, Corey, I'm, take I mean, it away. Peter right. Puffer won again. <laughs> he won't suck it, but he'll hold it in his mouth till the swelling goes down. That's, I mean, and that's really the most important part that you're looking for.
3: All uh, right. Well, since I, won, I want to welcome you guys to the Peanut Butter and Syrup Podcast, my um, and this is the only. Home. So let's oh, no. start that over again. <laughs>
1: So, because he did such a bad job, let's re-rap brush no, this.
3: I got it. Now, I was going to introduce him again, and I said, fuck it, I don't want to introduce him again.
2: I don't need you to introduce me. <laughs> the man that needs no okay. introduction. Hey, well,
3: welcome, everyone, to the Peanut Butter and Syrup Podcast. The only podcast with more nuts than a box of crackers. My name is Corey, and my, um... Better something? half
2: better half dude i'm so well known <laughs> that even elvis was say hey, de has left the building that's that's just the way it rolls man uh, and then you're gonna act over there where, yeah, well, I'm my partner, he uh, this fell over here. He, uh, he's like uh, yeah. He hangs out and hey, this, talks. This, a this bit.
3: cock smoker over here on my, I uh, sure my, in front of me. Damn, so.
2: Brian, you gonna take that shit? <laughs> <Man>, I would.
3: <laughs> I, would well, I saw him punch, under the table. would punch was, him in the pussy.
2: We gotta play. We gotta you play know, paper football one episode. You, you know, we, we get, do give Brian
3: so much credit about hitting the mute button he never does it for some reason
2: no so this is the reality we say Brian's gonna reel us in and Brian's just hanging out Brian don't give a <laughs> I'm just Brian there. is like how far can this shit really go he's over there with the fire burning and he's like with a squirt <laughs> bottle of gasoline on it like
3: he's just he's just holding on it's like burn, baby do burn. something Brian's like I'm, this is the best shit show I've ever seen <laughs>
2: That's better than the last uh, episode. Do not. Sorry. Right, for anybody that's new, do not Google shit show and go to images.
0: <laughs> no. I'm just saying,
2: like, Please. Whatever you do, there are shit you. All right. So there are things you can't unsee. This is, we never did child stuff with the kids with internet. I don't know if I told you that. When R- Taylor
3: lifted. <laughs>
2: No, no, no. When the kid, when Taylor lived here and when Sydney was little, I told her, I was like, I'm not doing any of the child lock stuff for the internet. What you need to understand is there's some shit you can't unsee. I have seen stuff that I wish I could unsee from Iraq and things like that. And then some fucked up shit that happened when I was a kid. Just have enough self-control to not be on the internet. At some point, you're going to have to have that and not do it. So... Yes, there are some things you can't unsee, and Corey's face is one of them. And that is
3: your PSA from peanut butter and syrup.
2: PSA. Well,
3: what would you like to talk
2: about, Brian? Because obviously, does that mean pussy's still agile? (laughs) (laughs) Shoot, at this age.
0: (laughs) What are you talking about?
2: So apparently, Corey's pussy is not agile. No. That's No, because
1: that, we're we're talking about how old you guys are, <laughs>
2: motherfucker. I will stab you. Isn't that how we started you the last
1: show? That's how we started every show. Um, Brian's going to make it past the first
3: season.
2: Exactly.
3: <laughs> this is like lost. Well, well, Brian got kicked off the island because he kept joking too much. If
2: we ever swap studios, we're still going to need a window so I can look out and not want to stab. Oh, I can still see his fucking face. Yeah, you picked a bad chair in this studio. <laughs> To talk about well. So yeah. we're gonna throw out a topic. I'm assuming since yeah. you are the topic dro- troll, isn't that, <laughs> yeah. isn't that what he be? I mean, I know we call him Young Santa, but that's when he's MC, the topic master, the topic troll.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about I got old a topic people. For you. <laughs> How are you old people uh get well, ready I'm for getting you. I'll <laughs> <stab> <laughs> Old people have to prepare for older age. It's funny, so I remember more your- shit
2: than you do, <laughs> but yeah, you want to talk that smack before I slap your beard off your face about, <laughs> can't remember an old shit.
1: Well, how are you getting ready for retirement?
2: Oh, is that what we're going to talk about? Yeah. We gonna oh, talk about let's, let's oh. talk
1: about super old age, Man, not just all right, normal so
2: Retirement age.
3: doesn't exist, folks.
2: All right. So there's two things that I always say. One, I did not coin the phrase, and one I may have, and I'm not sure. One is I plan to work till noon the day of my funeral. And that's a common one that I see a lot of my friends make jokes about that are self employed oh, yeah. and stuff like that. The other one is I get a dirt retirement. When my ass hits the dirt, I'm retired. So, but you know what's funny is, is we're not talking about retreading. I don't, retreading want, to, tires, I don't right? want to. Right. No, no retreads. Not like the hookers you pick up over there at Riley's on Fulton Industrial. They've been retreaded several times. And not with old ham. I'm talking like spam hey man, on a good day. You get a two for one discount. Uh, the uh, <laughs> why, why does it smell like burnt roast beef in here? The uh, so. Worst fucking RVs I've ever eaten? <laughs> I'm suddenly craving roast beef. No.
3: <laughs> so Isn't you know what's funny channel is <laughs> so
2: we're always comparing things and your dad and my dad are similar ages and and it's your dad took the self-employed path and i remember when i was a kid that he used to do a lot of painting for he did signs and buildings and stuff like that in very artistic guy um, I remember being just blown away with some of the stuff that he did when I was a kid. And I'm just talking like simple lettering, but it was so uniform. I don't
3: know how he's got such beautiful handwriting and me and my brothers write like freaking doctors on acid.
2: So d- <laughs> I'm pretty sure you grew up near the power plant in Springfield, Missouri, where that three-eyed fish from the Simpsons came from. But, oh, yeah. but that's a subject for another matter. Or wait, matter for another subject. I don't know. Anyway, subject we'll talk about that later. Another episode.
0: <laughs> I so anyway,
2: your dad, I mean, I remember being super creative when I was a kid. So it, it kind of makes sense that your your family's fairly creative, obviously, out of the three. You seem to have explored that more than the other two um, from a freelance standpoint. Yeah. But like, dad went to work for a company before, I think, before he got recruited for the, or I say recruited, drafted. For Vietnam and then he went to work for them and that's the only place he ever worked and he retired from there after 30 something years your dad did the the self-employed thing which typically means unless you start something that becomes mega rich and you can put a ton of money back to retire that you're gonna get a dirt retirement and that's what and I and I've done the self employment thing and I I don't I have zero regret because I don't do well with being told what to do by someone else so but I don't feel like I have the mentality or the the personality to just be like, okay, I'm done. Like that's just not like Beth's, Beth's grandfather was that way. He he worked and worked and worked, and even though he said he was retired, man, he he always had some side project, something going on. He ran a print business for years, and then he sold it. And they had a couple of retail businesses in town and stuff like that. But I. You know, and a lot of that's gone away. We talked about it. You know, people that grew up in the '50s and '60s, post World War II, um, when the corporate mentality really kind of took off.
3: Yeah, you worked in one job.
2: You got a job. You for worked for forty
3: a, years, and then you get like
2: a, a gold pension watch until you die. and a retirement, and you died. Yeah. You know, and you wrote it out. And and you know, not to reference too much family stuff, but your brother's mother-in-law retired, found out she had cancer was going through treatments and passed away. So I think a lot of people, it's a gamble. We always talk about, and I, I'm pretty sure we talked about it in the midlife Crisis, is it's all a roll of the dice. You're, you're gambling, you're hedging. So if you're working toward retirement and you're, you're sacrificing fun for now because you think when you retire you're going to have ultimate freedom and you get to do whatever you want, eh, not really. There's statistics say that a lot of retirees die within like the five first five years or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get too technical. I know okay. I've read the stuff, but I mean, well, sure. a
1: lot of people don't make it to retirement. Right. I mean, there's literally the saying I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. That actually, Are you run your
2: mouth. You get hit with one right now. I mean, the, do they
1: have buses as far out of the city?
2: I got a Yukon, isn't that kind of like a redneck bus? Yeah. yeah. You see me out in the front yard chasing Brian around (laughs) with a Yukon. Stop, stop. I got so much to live for. No, you don't. You don't really have that. Nobody likes you.
3: I mean, your stepdad, Doug, he didn't make it to retirement. When did he pass? Or did he retire?
2: No, he did not. So uh, 2006, I want to say he was 62 or three when Mm. he passed away. And he was still working. So Doug, he was an animal. Um, he would go to radiation treatments for throat cancer at eight o'clock in the morning and come work the rest of the day on a construction site. And some days all we did was manage. We had a lot of projects going on, but there were days that we pulled in a full day of hard labor and he had taken radiation, radiation treatment that morning and had been doing every single morning. And he was a machine man. In fact, I mean, in his, I don't want to get too weird about this stuff, but when hospice came in and this monster and he wasn't big, he was like six foot, but he was stout. He was always he was just built because he worked hard. The 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 nurse said, like, look, his heart is at this point the problem because his heart's so strong. He's worked so hard his life that his heart is very strong. And he he weighed ninety five pounds. He was just a shell of the man, and he didn't. You know, he we had him drugged up because he didn't know what was going on. But yeah, yeah, he, he ended up with throat cancer, and he, he passed away, and he never got to retire. I mean, mom never got to retire. She passed away last year, and she was still working, trying to make it through this shit that we call life and this organized chaos stupidity that we're. We're suckered into buying into, which we're probably going to talk about at some point, which, because we've touched on this before, it just, that rabbit hadn't come out of the hat yet is the American dream. And again, she was doing the best she could with her, with what she had to work with. And mom was a smart person. I, and that's why there's part of me that kind of going back, and I think we may have talked about it in the previous episode was talking about like sharks never stop swimming. That's kind of how I feel. You know, I think we addressed it when we were talking about hobbies. I feel the same way about work. Is I need. I think everyone needs a fundamental, and maybe I'm optimistic when I say everyone. People need a sense of purpose. I can agree with that. In anyone, I feel like
1: most people need that because I don't. I don't like calling people out, but I have in my life been around people that you look at them and you're like. Not only do you serve no purpose here, but do you even feel fulfilled when you, you know, you wake up and then when you go to bed? Between that there's two moments oh, there in people, your life, do you even feel like you accomplished anything?
2: There are people who don't operate at that level. And yeah. that's a simple that's a very simple level and we make the joke and I'm sure we've covered this at some point with average intellect is somewhere between 80 and 120 for IQ. There are plenty of people that are running in that 79 to 82 range that, you know, are in the spectrum, if you want to say. I mean, we use that term for autism, but they're a little bit special. And at no point do they ever feel like there's a – they need to feel a sense of fulfillment. They just need to just do life. They they just do it. It's like if you go to Six Flags, you ride the mind bender. Why? Because you're at Six Flags. Yeah. Well, If you become adult, which we covered in a previous episode was talking about – the misconceptions of adulthood. If well, if you feel like you're an adult and you get a job and you do, you just go through those motions. I think a lot of people just have no clue. They're just they're just playing a role because I've, really I've met a lot of people
1: it. that you they seem like they need to be told where to go, and well, it's not by are, like an immediate. No. Family members, just like somebody are, in some direction, there are two has to personality
2: types, do. and I'm 100 convinced of this. And this is what I used to tell Taylor when he lived with us. You're a born leader. You're a born follower. There is zero middle ground for that personality. You are someone who has the ability to elevate yourself to a point where you can tell people what to do, or you're a person that it will the best you're ever going to do is be able to be told what to do and do it. And I used to tell him that I was like. That your actions tell me you're a born follower. After going through the army and truly comprehending that concept, well, I know. I used to be
3: on Facebook. You're like, I'm bored. They're like, why are you bored? You got a whole internet worth of information.
2: Learn, to try. go learn something.
3: And I was, I was sending questions. Like, well, tell me why math and music are, you know, are like the relationship between them. Yeah. Right. And I, and he said, what do you mean? It's like here's information. Here's some essays. Read them and tell me. He did not know.
2: But no, I know. Okay, so a lot of people not to get onto
3: him, but I was just nah, saying, like, no,
2: and that's and I and I wasn't trying to bust his balls, even though I would open hand slap shit right. out of him if he walked. I in wouldn't the room say it right to anybody, now.
3: anybody see say, say bored. We see photographers who say, oh, "I'm bored." Yeah. I'm like, we'll go learn, learn your craft, learn, but, learn something
2: new." Or but fresh. it's an absolute 100 percent truth, and it, so I use and again, I, I, I analyze everything about life constantly, and I'm just trying to refine it, looking for an answer. And and what I keep coming closer and closer to is there are no answers. But if everybody is so responsible and so good, and we may have covered this in a previous episode, but I want to bring it up again, why are there so many managers in the world? Why is there middle management and then upper middle management and then vice presidents and then president? Why are there so many levels of management in everything?
3: Nobody who is a manager knows how to manage.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, and that makes you wonder, like, You're saying there's two types of people, not necessarily that there's born leaders, but maybe people that are forced. It's a personality thing that cannot be trained. And you can be in a situation where there's tiers of what I would like to say, like certain people are proactive enough to be able to work without. Self-starters. Yeah, you know, and so certain tiers of people, those self-starters end up becoming management, but then don't know how to be a leader. So they're self-starting
2: themselves at a higher level. level.
1: Right. And, and they so tend to be middle doing,
2: management because they have a leader above them that kind of controls what they do, yeah. and then it's trickle down from there.
1: And those are the people that like to use the term, I think, like lead by doing. So, because they're not really leading. All you're doing is you're just doing in hopes that people will follow you. The other dude, followers still, will follow. All
2: right. But to argue the counterpoint of that is they're an exceptional follower. Yeah. They're still following. Mm-hmm. They're not top tier. They're not the final person making policy, making decisions. They're in the middle. They're just a they're the best follower out there. So they put those at the top and they can follow what they're told to do and, and they then get rewarded. Regurgitate that. that follower mentality down to the masses and get them to perform. There's and nothing that's,
3: worse than being a leader stuck in a follower position because of circumstances.
2: Well, and there's a lot of politics into the Like corporate America crap and all that stuff that ultimately it has.
3: But you got to pay bills. The
2: the life is, like the old saying is, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Mm -hmm. That's all life is. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is 100% what you know. Or I mean, excuse me. <laughs> Almost screwed up and said that the way it should be. It's <laughs> yeah. who you know, not what you know. It, it's not. It's and there are a lot of things Every you do. once
1: in a while, somebody will actually know something and it'll get them somewhere. But those well, are and just I don't so want to say that, few like Bill Gates.
2: Between. Bill Gates now clearly manipulated a couple of things to get to where he is. He's told to opera. <laughs> Depending on where you stand. <laughs> Uh, Before I say this, depending on your position, you can say he stole an operating system, cleaned it up, and rebranded it. But the thing is, is, did he take an original idea from someone? Yes. Did he take that original idea and make it better and make it work and then resell it? Yes. He didn't just straight up go steal a wallet full of money from someone and then hand it off and, and sell it off as his. He actually performed a function that, that took something that was a middle middle of the road, probably was never going to go anywhere anyway, and made it something that he could sell. So there are people who are smart enough to, to be able to get somewhere where they know what they know. But if he didn't know that dude with the operating system. It still kind of goes back to who you know. Yeah, that guy did, wasn't in a position to give him a leg up, but he was in a position to put him in a position to get a leg up. If you follow that kind of twisted, yeah. he found mentality.
1: himself in a in a the right place, and that's the and thing an that an he should get credit
2: for. He manipulated the situation, and he benefited from it in the end greatly. I mean, to the point where he's billions and billions and billions oh, yeah. of dollars. But you know, so. Well, back to the retirement stuff. right? We were I mean, about, like, clearly I, he's I, not going to have a problem retiring. No,
3: but I, I can say this right here from being a creative, even though I work in an industry.
2: But it if sounds I, weird I, when you say being a creative.
3: Well, I, so I like, mean, it
2: kind of makes sense, but I want to make fun of it all at the same time. Yeah, you want to make on.
3: fun of it, but at the same time, you're like in, Like people who are you know photographers and, like, and, you know, and graphic designers, of <laughs> who like especially who work for themselves. Basically, people who work for themselves. It's hard to like say, like Abaddon. Thinking of Richard Abaddon. He died on a photo shoot at eighty. Yeah, you know. So you're looking at people like that. It's like they don't really retire. They just keep doing what they do. Well, Retirement well, to a, a craft.
2: Well, even st- I was reading a thing yesterday where Stan Lee's not going to be doing personal appearances anymore. But he's, he's ninety-five years old. Like, when do you get to retire if you're— And I know Stan Lee does it because he created this massive world. You know know what's
3: interesting about Stan Lee, and it kind of ties into where we are in life, is that he didn't help come up with the Fantastic Four Spider-Man until his 40s. And he took that as a risk because he was tired of drawing kids' comics. And his wife said, well, just do the comic you want to do. And they came up with, you know, um, this. And all of a sudden, it changed the world of comics.
2: Well, and, and he came up with so many different things too. But you know, he, like again, it, that he didn't cre- happen until
3: his 40s. I mean, you're working like right now. We're like, oh, we're getting toward the end of our life, and it's like, no, these people started their life at this point.
2: Well, as I always, say I plan to make it. I had planned that I'd probably be dead by 36. I'm about to be 48, so all yeah. of this. I mean, is mean, yeah, but obviously he didn't at get, this point, he didn't retire.
3: he had been still well,
2: doing what I he mean, does. I mean, we
1: is, I guess, just humans. We always compare ourselves to each other. So you always look at. That's why the I am like better because I'm
2: so much taller.
1: When you're old. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I, even think that's a good thing, actually. Never mind. But I, I, but I can remember stuff, too. So, so yeah. But, you know, we compare ourselves
3: to it's, people it's, like, uh, yeah, I it's, mean,
1: how old was Bill Gates when
3: they were young? he, he made oh, that, when that moment happened? Yeah, him when him you talk and about, Steve Jobs and Wozniak were all together, went, early days of Apple. When they
1: they were in college, or am I only thinking about uh, Zuckerberg? Pretty sure they college. dropped out.
3: Yeah, that, I mean, But they
1: were college yeah, age, he, I guess. Didn't like
3: all that? He became part of. You know, Microsoft. I think it was before Microsoft, but it was part of when Apple was first starting. I can't even
2: remember the name of that operating system that they bought. Uh, from that I dude. know,
3: I know, Xerox. They got the the mouse from Xerox for the Macintosh. They stole that. Well, they bought the rights to that. But I think it was even Zero they used the um, their operating system.
2: Well, there was a guy that they bought the operating system from, and I want to say they paid like fifty grand for yeah, it or something they, like that. They, and turned it into well,
3: the funny thing is is that dollars. uh Gates tried to get Steve Jobs to license the operating system through Apple originally, and he said no, they wanted their prior, uh, proprietary proprietary. And so that's when he decided to take it and start selling Windows, you oh. know, and then Apple kept kind the of thing. We my family has a very torrid history with Apple. I was gonna say, yeah,
2: I, I, I buy I'm still I'm, I'm in that group too. Cause wait, you
3: you're not arguing me about Apple versus because you just
2: will, for but only for the personal feelings alone. That's will, it. I don't I, you get, I don't even want to argue the merits of the operating system no, or anything. It's not
3: about the product, it's about the screwing. Yes people over yep but anyway that's another conversation another time but anyway getting the retirement thing like i don't see ever retiring i mean i I i'll change into something I think the
1: idea of retirement's boring yeah because then it's good i assume that when you retire that means that you just stop
2: well there's a guy you just sit around so there's a guy from our s2000 club that i'm facebook friends with and um in fact, when I was looking for seats for my first S2000, I was trying to figure out race seats and all this stuff, and he loaned me a seat, and I talked to him not long ago. And he retired. He retired, I think, from Bell South or somebody like that, and he's constantly posting on Facebook about he's into motorcycles. Well, he fixes motorcycles, and he, he does other stuff along the way, and he repairs bikes for other people. But he'll spend part of his day performing a task, working on a bike, cleaning a bike, working on a bike that he bought as an investment or for a customer or mm-hmm. something like that. Then he goes and enjoys an afternoon of riding motorcycle or goes gets ice cream or something like that. So he's, he's leaving some, he's kind of a little bit of duality going on there. And I can see something mm-hmm. like that. But as far as not actually working, my. Just all
1: together, just stop. Mm.
2: Even if I, all right, let's say, let's, you know, we all love to play the fantasy of winning Mega Millions. If I won $500 million right now, I'd build cars. We would, st- this would, would still like, happen. You would keep yourself busy. Like we would have a, a really nice studio and we'd still do the podcast yeah. and we wouldn't give a crap about where it went or what it did. And of course it'd probably be an overnight success at that point because we wouldn't give a shit about because money.
3: we say flam, flar
2: and flam and
3: all those other good F words. What the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> it was an old Bill Cosby joke, and the other side yes, saying? used an old Bill Cosby joke. Probably, you know, pre pre
2: roofie Bill Cosby. Well, actually,
3: that was probably during roofie Bill Cosby. Uh,
2: I think the flim flam thing was from like the sixties or seventies, yeah. and he was roofying in the eighties. If I that's I mean, true. I mean, he roofied you, didn't he? <laughs> no, I've never met Bill Cosby. That I don't remember. So, then, would,
0: would you remember?
3: <laughs> so,
2: for anybody playing along at home, that would be yes. Bill Cosby did roofie cool. So, you put that chip on
1: that, the left that,
3: side of your bingo. Is card. that in the bingo? <laughs> yeah. But, uh,
2: yeah. B64.
3: <laughs> but I mean, like, I, I don't Better know.
2: Better than D69.
3: I was having a conversation with my buddy Brett about the retirement thing the other day. And was talking about two generations ago, it was this ideal. You worked in a factory, you worked for a company. And he was talking about one of his family members died at ninety five and had a pension for thirty years. You are like, but they were talking about the people who worked in the factory now were paying for that pension, which is kind of weird because you're like, so this guy lived almost as long as he worked for this company and still got paid by this company, which is an interesting. Well, look like at Social
2: Security, and so when Social Security started, it was a savings. Yeah, and you it, they took a certain amount out of your check and it went into an account specific to your Social Security number, and then once you got out you drew money the promise that when you got out there would be money right and this is why i always like when people go we need government health care i'm like man they can't run a savings program yeah. for retirement but you think they can run a health program Cause that's
1: my concern as a generation is that a lot of people are cashing in social security early because you they're should. running out of money because they're the and the fear isn't it spreads like wildfires everybody's like Oh well, they're going to run out. I need to get what little bit I can before it's gone. Well, it's like if somebody,
2: if there's some sort of like huge downturn on the Dow, you know, and uh, Wall Street's taking a major hit, and there's a run on the banks. It's the same. It's milk sandwiches. That's I mean honestly, I I can't figure out my milk sandwiches. And wasn't that the key to your weight loss? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that oh, and licking well, your own sweaty you armpit. Can,
3: well, okay, look to my retirement. You were the, you didn't retire from the military, but you you were in the military.
2: Yeah, but I would people, have made it 20 years. I'd have been, I'd have retired to jail.
3: But I mean, people would still do that. And I guess they yeah, get my a pension. buddy Matt.
2: My buddy Matt did, I think, 25, 26. And years. they get a pension from that. Mm-hmm. Is it a livable pension? So at 20 years, you get, I think it's 50% of your income. And then it, 30 years, I think you get 70%. But Does that mean you
3: still have to go find a livable job? Livable
2: income depends on how far you progress in the military before you retire. There's a lot of people, man, there's a guy that retired when I was getting there who had worked his way up and then he'd get busted. and He'd work his way up and he'd get busted. And what's funny with the military is there was a guy that was going to retire who was a helicopter pilot and he was a W-4, Warrant Officer 4. Well, in Vietnam, in an emergency situation, he'd been promoted to captain. Your retirement pay is based on the highest rank you've ever received. A captain makes less than a W-4. So when he retired, he was going to take a hit on his pay. Oh. So he ended up doing 30 years trying to get a higher percentage oh. to make up for the fact that he had been field commissioned as a actual commissioned officer. As captain, so
3: so what, sounds like most of the, those guys retire well, or retired in their forties or something, but they still have to well, work a you, job. Okay, until so they,
2: like I I joined when I was seventeen, yeah, and I could have retired when I was thirty seven, just barely thirty eight, and after doing twenty years and had fifty percent of my pay. A lot of those guys do go on to work other places because it's not. It sounds like there's not enough. It's not to, a living wage oh, yeah, no, per no. se. Well, I
1: mean, in my in my Short career that I've had, I've run into many retired. Um, I wouldn't say officers, but it seemed like enlisted. A lot yeah, of enlisted there, A lot guys. of them were enlisted, but I I know, and I don't know why. I can't remember his name, but one guy I worked for, he served two tours in Vietnam, and God, I, I'm pretty sure he was a drill sergeant or something because he he, and I don't know maybe if it's a military thing, he didn't believe in the concept of lunch breaks. And I didn't believe in the concept of not constantly eating.
3: Um, I
2: believe. Okay. We had so, a failure
3: to communicate. Yeah. So at the same time, there are labor laws. Yeah.
2: And that's what it, so in the army, yeah, you just work, man. That's just yeah. what you he, do. He if there's work like, that we'll, needs to be done, we'll, we'll eat work. lunch
1: in 12 hours when we're done filming this episode of the TV show. I'm like, all right, man, I'm glad I packed a snack or something in my camera bag. And I was sneaking my little nutri He's like, dude, we're not eating yet. I'm like, all
0: right. <laughs> I'm like, dang.
1: It yeah. like, I and that know
2: still if, wasn't like being in the military. Yeah. just I'm just like, that probably sucked. Well, no, but I mean, it was just like military.
1: we you know, didn't sit down, nothing. We just, it was 20 hours power through. Well, and I
2: think I may have talked about this in a previous episode. I'm pretty sure I did. My dad used to tell me because he, again, his perspective was, is you get a job, you work there, you retire and you're done. And I kind of hopped around doing different things did construction ran motorcycle businesses i'd ran uh, you know i ran a convenience store for a little while i would run other businesses for other people if i wasn't running my own business and and i did a lot of it because it was just a very fast way to learn and he would tell me he's like man you you know when are you going to get a real job and i was like well write it down i'll get a real job well ultimately the basis of that mentality was you need a job you can retire from right if people who grew up in the 70s and the 80s it's a that's a, That's not a thing for most of us. I, I mean, I'm
3: in train. It's like you. The only way you, uh, to get better, better pay is by jumping Job jobs. Yep. Like I get paid here. Well, my job's not going to give me a you know a well, raise. You've hit, you've so I the, go to another company. you have hit
2: the ceiling. You've progressed as far as that. Yeah. That structure will this allow This company you.
3: says, "Oh, you got all these skills. Yeah, we'll pay you better. Come on over here." And then you work there until they don't pay you any better. And well,
2: and it's funny. You know what is startups, Mm -hmm. startups for our generation have been the opportunities. Like, Hey, I've got this startup. I need people with that. I can bring in instantly and have up and running on these programs. And because it is a startup, I know I'm going to have to pay them more to bring them from another company. Yeah. So that's, I mean, and it's, and I've been self-employed this last time for like 18 years. And for me, I mean, we don't, it's not like I can give myself a raise every year because I just, I mean, we pay ourselves, a you know, a living wage. But um, well,
3: you also position that in the end of the year, if there's extra money, you earn that extra money. I remember
2: back in the day when I used to have extra money.
3: But you know what? You, but, but that's that's the benefit. Like the year, we had a
2: category that was called extra money, and that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, But I mean, like... I, I do work, also have two race cars. It doesn't matter how hard I work, I get paid the same amount. Where... It doesn't matter how little you work. Yeah, you still get paid point, the same. Yeah. To a certain point, there's a threshold you can't go oh, below. Yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah, yeah, but in your but position, there's a level. Yeah, like but it,
3: with that becomes a responsibility that you got other people to pay for, and you know, it, there's, you know, there's a balance and all that. But I mean, but as, as an owner, I mean, you're doing what do you see retirement doing, what you're doing. I mean, do you, do you
2: ultimately, I've just about got this to a point now where I could do this until. I died unless my mental faculties went away. I And you know, what's funny is, as I look back and you know, everything looks better from distance. Uh, even you, but
3: uh, <laughs> he was pointing at Brian this down for some reason. No,
2: no, from no. the <laughs> <body> <laughs>
1: side of the table his fingers crooked.
3: So he was
2: pointing at himself almost. Thank God
3: we don't have video yet.
2: I was using <laughs> my booger picker, so it, it's not real straight, but The, you know, short of, like, the cheese sliding off the cracker and me not know what's going on, I can keep doing this. I do miss, back in a certain point, I do miss being on the job working my ass off all day, climbing houses, doing decking, you know, 40 feet in the air on a roof, things like that. But at the same time, I don't miss being on a roof doing decking 40 feet in the air. While that that fulfilled the, let's say the animal, childish, whatever aspect of my mentality, it didn't fulfill the creative side and perpetuate me as a person. Dealing with clients and stuff like that, as stressful as it can be, is more entertaining, more enjoyable than just driving nails. But the physical side of, man, I was, I mean, when I did that, you damn sure didn't want me to get your hand, my hands on you. That was the last thing you wanted, and, and that's what we used to Cause, joke. Because he
3: was a roughy cuddle buddy, he would just grab you and hold you. Ruffle
2: cuddle buddy. I don't <laughs> ruffle cuddle buddy. Isn't that a? Isn't that like? That's a, that's a punk rock band.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna start making fake band T-shirts. Is this ruffle cuddle? cuddle buddy. Oh, I do have. So we in the southeast. I, cuddling in a town near I, you.
2: I, <laughs> I came up with the ultimate metal band name in two thousand seven. At lunch when I was building a house,
3: did you say hazmat fit? Hit us with (laughs) it. I I think it's a hazmat fit. It's called, it's a
2: weird name, (laughs) My Own Personal Apocalypse. And I Is that an emo band or a heavy metal band? That's that's metal. (laughs) Yeah, it it could. I could see how it'd be an emo band. Is that that
1: period of time? You know what it sounds like? Emo bands. You know what's funny?
2: It sounds like it could be a Cure tribute band.
3: (laughs) Oh, it
1: totally could
3: be. (laughs) Like, (laughs) no, the perfect metal band is it has a logo you can't read. Oh, like my shirt last night. I'm going to start start designing logos, band logos, and you can't read it is, and I'm going to say it says. It just says like life. But it's this big glob of shit, and you know, like
2: I've got—I will guarantee you—some doll shit on my front uh, yard. We can make this happen right now.
3: <laughs>
1: okay,
2: I was gonna. But ask anyway, if I mean, was a, what's so, his name, shirt? Sure. If I mean, I do make the joke that are if we, I won the are lottery, we
3: gonna retire from this topic.
2: I would. I would. Re- the winning the lottery would allow me to ruin a lot of lives, because I would. Because I'm a vindictive Cause you ass. you naturally
3: like to fuck with people. <laughs>
2: At a level that people most most people can't comprehend, the level of willingness to fuck with people that I will do. You could
3: just get your booth at Coney Island, just said the fuck with me booth, and people I'm pay not you money. I'm going
2: north of here, man. This is as cold <laughs> as I'm putting up with. You know, this, this is it. You is know, is a, south all, is it. People give a, I'm like you at the truck stop. I'm only going down from here.
3: People give the south a hard time, but people don't retire up north.
2: No, uh, Florida is the new Yankees. Or uh, Florida is the only state that the further you go south, the more northern it is. I don't know if you've ever heard that, but it's absolutely true. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would always want to feed the creative outlet. I would want to. You know what's funny is should feed the gimp sometime. Man, leave him alone. God, (laughs) man's got feelings. I cleaned up his space trying to give him some more. You know
3: that we're gonna have to make a gimp t-shirt for the peanut butter and syrup show.
2: (laughs) Gimp P B N S gimp
3: gimp mask with the logo on top.
2: Let's see if we can make that happen. We need cameras for these oddball <laughs> facial expressions. That
3: I'm um, so you used to you know, my vlog. so like I'm it, kind of animated. That I don't, I don't know what to do. When
2: we, we can see. I like me.
1: the gesture he made across the forehead. <laughs>
3: like you're assuming that that's where
1: the logo is gonna
3: go.
2: If I'd have done that, shit, he'd been like, yo, man, ain't nobody seeing that. What are you What are you doing, Peter Griffin? I've,
3: I've definitely become more hand animated as I get older. Got jazz hands. Well, I do, uh, his I clapping
1: noticed. has stopped. Yeah, so you don't yeah, have because your, I
3: was told I can't laugh. Oh my! You're clapping. Just like clapping under the table yeah, anymore. Well, I'm taking pills for that.
2: I'm not sure Rogaine stops that, <laughs> but I noticed your hair seems to be thicker, so there is a benefit to it.
3: I quit shaving my back,
2: but I would. I mean, I know a lot of people see, you know, and one of the topics that we've thrown in the hat, and again, it hasn't been drawn out as the American dream, and part of the American dream is fulfilling a career expectation and then retiring. And then go play golf or something like that. You know, and I played golf in my twenties. I hadn't played much since my thirties. Honestly, I would probably take it up again. If I had the free time for a 15th freaking hobby to include in my life. Why don't you fucking pistol that in between? <laughs> I did go to top golf recently. I took Beth and we went for a, a morning session and played top, at top golf. And she, even she was like, that was fun. But I don't, see myself doing the standard cliche retirement stuff I want, there. there's a lot of stuff that I want to do that requires me to keep going and it's not It's not that somebody's holding a f- my feet to the fire or debt or anything like that, it's I just want to do it, I just want to have a good time It's and that's really all it boils down to and part of me having a good time is one, doing the podcast stuff doing the t-shirt business seeing projects come to life when we're doing stuff for a client, the money aspect of the construction stuff is the worst part for me because it takes away from the creative. The creative is fun until all of a sudden my, I'm I'm being reined in on my creative abilities to do on a job because of budget.
3: Well, here's an interesting question. So the, defining retirement, we obviously used to, you worked a job, you quit, and you just didn't Whatever you wanted. Nowadays, what is still re- retirement? So if, if if is there something to retire from? I would think retirement's
1: when the balance between hobbies and work shift and now you spend more time doing or what it becomes more fun. balanced. Yeah. It could even out. I mean, if instead you think of only about it, finding right. a little bit of time for your hobbies, Listen, you now have, I mean,
2: using that theory, the average person in America works like, isn't it 55 hours an hour or something like that? 50. What? The average person works like 55 according hours the, a week. According okay. to my
3: facts, I haven't looked up yet Says 52 and a When half. he
2: says facts, he means fax machine from the nineties, not <laughs> I I don't know what that is. <laughs> you don't know what a lot of shit is apparently. <laughs>
1: No, I just originally worked 55 hours know. an it's hour. It's not
2: a millennial thing, man. So what's funny is, <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know, Brian doesn't know shit. There's some weirdness. <laughs> There's a in new. That. that's
3: a new T-shirt. That's Brian, a tongue twister. <laughs> yeah.
2: There's
3: but a shirt. Anyway, for
2: let's say it's just a simple 40 hours that the average person works oh, yeah. 40 hours. Well, they don't spend 40 hours a week on their hobby. No. That's not a thing. They come home, they eat dinner, they spend time with the family. And they might pop off for an hour or two, might play in some recreational kickball league or softball or something like that and get four or five ten hours a week so maybe what it is is it's is it when you finally
3: say your your quote-unquote career the one that's giving you money for all this time is when you finally say i'm done with it is that when it's called retirement i don't
2: know that a lot of people are getting to do that anymore i though. think that's the
3: what, what, truly what, traditional what, definition of retirement that's the con,
2: that is the the old school concept of line, retirement. my
3: career is done but i can still afford to survive until i die Somehow. Well, yeah, and And
2: everybody has to do IRAs and 401ks and all that stuff now. Yeah, and
1: that's assuming that people still do those because I am pretty sure that my generation has no idea what saving for retirement means. You know what's
2: funny is? In my 20s, I had an IRA, and after I turned 30, I quit putting money in it because I was like, man, I only got like five or six years to live. (laughs) Why (laughs) should I be putting money in it? And now I'm 48, and I still have that same IRA, which doesn't have much money, not enough in it to do like not even enough in it to go buy a new car. That's how little money is in it. Yeah. Even with the stock market at record levels like it is right now, but I don't care. I really don't because again, it's a it's a it's a gamble. I was gambling on the fact that. I mean, I don't. I want any, to have fun.
3: I don't have any saving. I mean, I got a little bit of a four hundred one k left over and.
2: I'm planning on being See, a paper I think boy. I'm in unique in, in, in this situation. In the paper boy, in the paper boy role coming back, aren't we going to go back to print and I get to throw papers out in driveways? Some no, kind? but you can throw print. paper out in the driveway anyway.
3: You can just yeah, grab one of those reams of paper and just throw it in people's driveways. So you're just
1: going to go to office depot, buy a 500 pack of paper, and just drop,
3: drop uh, a ream of paper <laughs> in somebody's driveway. Here's free copy paper.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Most, I mean, I don't
3: even have a printer it's anymore. Yeah, you it's probably, You probably have a better retirement plan than I, we do.
1: I might because I think I was raised more traditionally. And um, not only do I contribute 100% of the allowable amount so of my So, there's the difference. I was retirement. not raised.
2: I was just. Like, yeah, I already could tell that. I could just set loose like. Just don't stab anybody today, and we're going to call it a win. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I, don't I contribute my to shots. retirement twice, actually. Well, that's so what I th- take out of my paycheck, and then whatever's left over at the end of the month that I don't waste on dumb shit, I'll put that in a savings account, and then maybe one day I'll that's, buy something really expensive. Why is it
2: the child that's in this group is the responsible one? Fuck well, like- him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I did once and it was not enjoyable. I so, see. I was hoping you're going to say, so, damn,
3: millennials ruined retirement, so this too. Popped something on my head, two things, but I was watching Henry Rollins uh, on the Joe Rogan podcast recently. Uh, two things he was talking about meeting uh, David Lee Roth, and David Lee Roth being his philosophy on life was to my, he was learning how to surf out in the middle of the ocean. He's like, any day you don't get eaten is a good day, you know. In that same conversation... i heard
2: girls say that that's not the cage yeah, of a good day. What's,
3: what's relative to the conversation is Henry Rollins was talking about going to other countries and asking people, "What do y'all have a concept of life insurance and retirement? And he said, most of these people are like, what? No, you work until you, you die. can't die. There's no... And so this is an is American concept of retirement because most of the world doesn't. Definitely. Well, you know,
2: what's funny is, is when you really look at it from that aspect is how we love to say we're a polite society. But <clears throat> not, right. not no, 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 that's that's what well, that's always that's what gets thrown in my face when I, I bitch about our how high our taxes have gotten. And they're like, well, part of a polite. So-, and I'm like, man, I will stab you in both eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but when you look at we're a developed nation, right? Right. If you took a tribe. In the most remote places of South America, Africa, wherever, if an elder had worked to the point they couldn't work anymore, the younger ones took care of them. The tribe works as a unit. Here, it is more of the, I don't know if you know guys know anything about honeybees or not, but a friend of mine is a beekeeper and he has I do has know honeybees. they're dying
3: and we're going to die if they go away.
2: God, it's now not my fault. you got about like 45 minutes left anyway. I don't know what you're <laughs> crying about. But but I've literally seen this from a friend of mine's a beekeeper, is you, if you stand in front of the beehive, is they work bees until they can't work anymore. And when they're almost dead, they'll just push them out of the hive on the ground. And there's these bees, just this pile of bees, just outside the hole where they go in and out. And they're just sitting there moving, waiting to die. That is... If there's a metaphor, (laughs) there's a metaphor for how America, or our polite society, treats people. That's it. I mean, you see with Social Security all the time. It's it's being leveraged like it's a handout. It's not a handout. You took that money out of my paycheck every time I got a check. But now that I'm reaching, not that I am, but that's what they're saying. You know, the politicians want to play that game people are reaching the age to draw that money out well you're asking for a handout no I want my money back they're so all bitching about first oh, yeah. world problems well and anyway. that's the
3: thing is
1: I'll contribute my whole life and I might not even get to see an insane amount of money that I'm I contributed I'm hoping shit hits to. the
2: fan before I'm too old to do something about it and we can start wiping people out and Social Security is not a Speaking problem.
3: Speaking of The Purge, have you seen the new one yet? <laughs> it was pretty good. I would be less upset you know what's sad if is the I have not seen fan. a single one. Oh man, okay. I got I got the first three. The first one's a good concept, but that's uh, that eliminate
2: your time. Yeah, we gotta right have a shit hits the fan <laughs> episode. We can. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to tell my plan because.
1: Well, then everybody will copy it, or they'll come find you. They don't
2: have the skills to copy my plan.
1: Well, and that's what I always thought was interesting. That's only a talking about plans. Is like Zach would be the best person to be around. Oh yeah, I should get him because
0: <laughs> if you talk about Zach,
1: Zach's not gonna prepare. What he's gonna do is he's gonna watch everybody else prepare, and then he's just gonna take their shit from them. <laughs> Because he's he's like, just he's got a unique skill set of this situation where you're bunkered in, dude. I have by a, himself. He'll I have just six take course your six-course plan.
2: And if there's a couple of people that I was on, I usually army have a with, six
1: course dinner, but yeah. go on. <laughs> no, I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> no, there's a couple of people I was in the military with. If they can make it, like let's say shit hit the fan tomorrow, but you could still kind of travel and because yeah. if shit hits the fan, it's not just going to be like a complete tomorrow. shutdown. It's going to be I mean. it's going to be an evolution, like a general de- yeah. degradation of the system. If a couple of them can make it here, nobody wants to fuck with us. Nobody, because we'll we'll own West Georgia and probably most of East Alabama. So I'm telling you, man, I guarantee if I if I tell Zach my plan, he's gonna be like, "Holy shit, are you kidding me?" I don't. I mean, I mean, I've told a couple of my. Uh, I mean, I,
3: I'm not, not. I don't respect. I I know Zach, and you would probably, you guys would probably have a mutual respect in that area. Because
2: I've told a couple of ex-army guys that I know that I. Wasn't in the military. it
3: y'all would hate each other very much.
2: <laughs> It'd be a fight for control, <laughs> which happens. But I've told him a couple of people that I've met that are ex-military and I've explained my plan. And I didn't want to tell them too much because I was like, you're not involved with it. You don't need to know more than you. yeah, It's just for trivial purposes. And I want you to understand the level of thought that has gone into this. And they just looked at me and they're like, how did you think of all those aspects of when shit hits the fan? I was like, why would you not think of that? Well, that's I mean,
1: the thing: is when the shit hits the fan, it, like you said, it will be gradual. Nobody knows what steps will happen as it happens. So you, well, and this kind of goes know back to how that. How to this is the
3: worst
2: in. retirement episode ever. <laughs> I don't know. It <laughs> that could, could be retirement. I mean, honestly, I mean yeah. I like, honest, honestly, if shit hit the fan in like four or five years, I'm fine. That would I be, call it retirement. I
1: think that would be the <laughs> easiest retirement because you don't have to plan for it. Two two things will happen. There'll money doesn't mean anything at that point. Yeah, because all the time you spent saving the money, either you'll survive or you won't. No, because money,
2: one, all money will be is most money's electronic now. Yeah. How much cash? Are, are you, I mean, honestly, how much cash are you sitting on? You
1: watch like walking in. Oh, ahead? on my butt? No,
2: no, no. <laughs> Out of your total total oh, financial, all, my, if all your, I all your right liquid now, money right now, how much of it is actually cash if you went to your house and got it?
3: Oh, right, now. right no, now. No bank touching. If the bank
2: shut down right now, how much cash would you have?
3: Shit, not enough for a hooker. couple grand.
2: Yeah, you'd be fine. Not fucked. a lot, yeah. Because well, all my money's in the bank. I always make the joke that if shit hit the fan, the new currency is high-speed lead. Oh, Yeah. It really is because if you like, I, I there was a couple of people in our group. They were like, "Well, you want to you want to have gold for when shit hits the fan." like, no, what are you going to no, do with don't.
3: gold? The thing because
2: gold's still gold, but the problem is, is well, gold, value
3: gold only has value because we gave it value. No, no, no. I mean, it
1: has that's
2: not some the, you're, you're skipping characters. over the obvious. But, but
3: but I, I understand what you mean. But I'm saying gold even will that-
2: always be valuable, and and more so when shit hits the fan. But guess what? Oh, you got gold. I got guns. Guess yeah. what? Now I have guns and gold. That's the way that works. Well, I yeah. know, but I'm just saying like. Because at that point, nobody's my friend. Right. I mean, you might, you guys might, you know, you might well, limbo certain, under the wire.
1: Yeah. There's certain situations where you can sneak into a circle inside of yeah, I shit hitting the fan. But those are, those group, are huge my risks. My group knows
2: the rally points. Yeah. They know where they're supposed to be. They know what their job is. We've had these discussions. There's 10 people. And it, I'm telling you, anybody gets in the way dies. And that's just the way it is. And that's, that's part of but this it was, happening. So the, what's funny is, and is I tell my friends this, and I almost typed it up one time, then I was like, I don't want this on a computer anywhere.
1: Yeah, that would be a bad idea.
2: Is One thing I learned in the military is, plan, and this is, goes back to the retirement thing, plan for the worst, hope for the best. You don't want the worst to happen. But if the worst... Pack t- condoms, bring a knife. God damn! How ugly is she? <laughs> I'm assuming the bag. I'm sure the knife's like for cutting holes in the bag so she can breathe. Is that what the knife's for?
3: No. That's my plan. <laughs> <laughs> only, so, and only ten hookers know about it. So ultimately, <laughs> and anybody who gets in the way is getting jizzed on. <laughs>
2: Uh, whatever they're pumping dust, isn't that your Indian name, pumping dust? So society, break, <laughs>
3: society down and you write down you fuck everything that moves. No, wait, no we're We're fine. So well, I can see. So all, your shit
1: hits the fan is God, this, survival. Corey shit hits the fan is I only need one box shit. of condoms.
2: We, <laughs> we get to the tactical assembly, the final tactical assembly area, and I got my group together and we're doing a head count we're we're inventorying our our pull from I've seen everybody has jacket. to go out everybody has to go out and do a certain thing on the way to the tactical assembly area I've seen and i'm like where's Corey? and brian goes this is my rifle and this is my gun this is this for is the shooting, this is for fun brian, brian brian rolls up and he's like
1: couldn't find him my one job was to keep track of Corey and I failed
2: he was doing this toothless chick on Roswell Road when last time I saw him and
3: Shoot, that way you don't get uh, teeth marks in your
2: dick yes
3: but I mean y'all are getting too serious here for a minute somebody <laughs> had to liven it up
2: no but I mean ultimately I mean it everything revolves around a plan and like always we make the joke and again I didn't coin <laughs> the phrase is life doesn't care about your plan so you can plan for retirement all you want and it doesn't mean anything. I've seen people plan for retirement and they become extremely sick and have to seek high dollar treatments and have to spend every dollar they had and they can't retire because they don't have the money, but yet they can't work anymore because they're too sick.
1: And that's, I mean, that's, you know, in some rather- ways I would say it would be a poor decision. I would be sick, spend my money to, Enjoy whatever little bit left I could, and
2: just ride it out.
1: Just ride it out because if you liquidate, yeah, if you liquidate and then you survive your illness, then and you're then starting from
2: square one. You're again. starting
1: from square one, and then if it, that illness leaves you unable to function and to ability to now, gain an income, yeah, well, if you can't gain an income, but yet you just liquidated your entire assets to be able to live, you're you're fucked.
2: Well, and that's why a lot of people that just only have like. A labor option to make money are kind of screwed anyway because if at some point you can't, all you have is labor to op- offer. You have nothing mentally to bring to the game, so you're very, very locked into this. Oh yeah, tight niche of of jobs. But you know, I always say that I would rather run out of money and have to live in some assisted living place milking off the government because they've milked off me my whole damn life. And, you know, going to bed at 8 o'clock at night, getting up at 4 in the morning, eating, laying around, I would much rather run out of money than I would run out of life. Oh, yeah. So that's why, like a lot of our mentality, I mean, we have good insurance policies on each other. So because of Sydney and we would want, you know, the other one to be taken care of. But I i haven't really worried about it. You know what's funny is the older I get, the less I give a shit about retirement. When I was in my 20s, I was, and maybe again, it was buying into that concept of you work and then you retire. But the older I get, I'm like, why don't I give a shit about retirement? I don't want to quit. I want to keep doing stuff. I feel, I mean, am I in the best shape I've ever been in? Hell no. But am I in bad shape? Hell no. I actually am. (laughs) (laughs) I have to think at like nine or 10, you're probably in better shape than now.
3: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, I, you were getting about uh, talking about having Sydney. Like I'm single, I don't have any plans to ever have kids. So I won't have anybody to take care of me getting older, which I don't plan on that happening. I just, I, I never really think about it. You just take care of I, yourself some, until I think you it's some, take care of. At some point, I'm just, yeah, I'm just going to just go away. You know, something's. God. You keep threatening to do that, and it's well, yet to happen. <laughs> I've already been dead once, so you might as well. I'm just waiting for
2: the second time. Just I said I was money. sorry. I don't know how many times you have to apologize. I didn't realize I had the bag that tight. Easy.
3: No, but uh, seriously, man, I, I and I, I get that from people too because I think some people want to have kids, so I take care of them when they get older, and I'm like, why? Which I think that's a strange reason to.
2: I hear it all the time. Child. I do. Oh, it. is that normal? No, I I hear it all the time. Is I had a guy tell me this the other day. I was like, adults need to quit breeding. Humans need to quit breeding. We have too many. He goes a whole and he said he said (laughs) this is literally what he said. He goes, Well, who's gonna take care of you when you get older? I was like, Who gives a fuck?
1: Why do you need to get older? Why do you need to live so long that somebody has to take care of you?
2: Right. I mean, and that's why you know we 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 really put put a a bad connotation or bad feeling on it or whatever you want to call it about the people who have reached a point in life that they're done and we don't give them an outlet to fulfill their last wish.
1: We've made it impossible for somebody to have an outlet and almost basically, I mean, we've made it illegal for you to say, well, that's it. It was good. I'm old, can't do anymore. there's the done. take it all. or
2: I'm in a hell. yeah, right and it's not and I don't want to say old because it's well I in mean,
1: bad in poor health. right.
2: you're in a, you're in a physical condition that you're not living. you're you're existing. and there's a huge difference between existing and living. Living is you're still having fulfillment, you're still enjoying life. you're you're bringing you joy to someone else's life. There's something going on. but if you're laying in a bed, and all that can be done for you is that you lay in a bed and you're being taken care of. That's not. And then not, somebody
1: gets paid
2: right, to that's, take care of that's you. That's not living. And then you could argue the aspect, well, that's providing a living for people. Well, yeah, but you're you're literally paying for someone. Let's say, like Beth's grandmother passed away last year after, right after we got back on vacation, and she just turned 95. Well, it, once she got in really bad shape, it wasn't like she was going to get better because she was 95. yeah. If you're 22 and you get in really bad shape, you're like, man, you're only 22. You'll be all right. You can recover from this. There's so much beyond 22. Nobody says that about 95. Nobody goes, look, man, 102 102 is completely reasonable. (laughs) Even then, it's like seven years, like a 12th of my life, you know, or a 13th of my life. I'm supposed to be worried about making it that much further and suffer. So, again my risk in my opinion is is and this is what I've I've tried to explain to Sydney is live conservative enough that you're not strapped for money but live um live wild or free enough or enjoy life enough that you're not gambling on the fact that all your freedom is hinged on retiring yeah Because I know, man, I mean, people who, and Beth's dad has fortunately worked out. He retired from Delta, and he was an electrical engineer, and he went in every day. And, I mean, hell, we bought this house from him. He drove from this house to Delta at the airport every day. And he retired, and he's had a good, long retirement. He retired in 2001. So, I mean, he's already been 17 years retired, and he gets a good pension, Obviously, he just bought a new tractor. He's looking at buying a new truck. So he's definitely not hurting for money. And he spends a lot of time with Sydney and the other grandkids. So I see it pay off for people. But I swear, man, it's the odds of having it
3: It doesn't pay off for everybody. It pays off for fewer and fewer people like it's anomalies, I think. now. Well,
2: but a lot of that, I mean, and we could get into another little tangent off off in a different direction about health because you were trying to correct your health issues and lose weight and get in a better place so you can get off meds and things like that to prolong your life and then live a better life, people aren't doing that. There are a lot of people who are content oh, I, I with— I feel like
3: I'm an I'm anomaly. I feel More like— are content with
1: their health, but I the other side of it that I find interesting is health almost—and I'm not saying like I'm just going to let my whole, you know, my health suffer all the time, but—
2: It looks like it.
1: Yeah, it feels like it, but I'm trying you know, to my, my coworker, her husband, <laughs> they're, they're probably 10 years older than y'all. He could, he was doing triathlons. He was biking a hundred miles at a time, heart attack out of the blue, just whatever, heart attack, like all four blockages. Yeah. Healthiest dude, like that is almost the peak of, but that's of the being genetic. healthy. Chances but, are, yeah, it was genetic, and so it was are, a bad was luck genetic. of the draw. Right, but, and, you know that's one of those things, and that's that's a lifetime, that's a, a life changer right there. The fact that he even survived is but amazing. You know, all
2: right, so you could look at it like, man, he did so much, and he was trying to stay healthy, and he ended up being susceptible to genetic issues yeah. because a lot of the blockage and issues and stuff like that's how your body processes stuff. And that's what we were talking about earlier about the Atkins things. Actually, it's better. Your your LDLs and stuff like that are better when you're eating stuff like that mm-hmm. than you are when you're on this, you know, media endorsed diet that we were fed in the seventies and eighties. Oh, but but what's interesting is is if you look at it is he was gonna probably die at that age no matter what he did. Yeah. So at least, or at he was least out, it was
1: gonna happen. At
2: least he was out enjoying doing triathlons. He was being active. He was doing he was doing everything he could one to enjoy life. He wasn't just doing that because no. he felt obligated. No, that's
1: that was his passion. And I
2: mean, we have a friend that uh he's a runner and stuff like that, and they're a client, and they were about to go on vacation, and he went running that morning. He came home and he's like, I just don't feel right. Went to the doctor and they did EKG, did all this other stuff to him and couldn't find anything. He went to get up from the exam table and walk, and he felt it again, and that's when they called it, and he had an 80% blockage. And his, his dad died of that. So it's completely genetic, and that's why last year, I, I think I told you this, I went to, it's been almost a year ago, that, and I've come to figure out, I think it's an ulcer at this point, but my chiropractor said hey you might want to go to the cardiologist i was like that's cool i just turned 47 i want to go to the cardiologist anyway i want to get a checkout because mm-hmm. between doing auto, you know, racing cars and all the other physical activities i want to do i want to know that i can train and work as hard as i want to and if i'm breathing hard and struggling it's because i'm just out of shape not because i'm freaking dying and it's it's funny how many people aren't proactive about stuff like that. And it's, you know, if he had gone and had a a stress test done and they had found it, but who would think in a triathlete that that that's a thing? Nobody thinks that. But it doesn't mean that you don't have an underlying. I had another friend that he did an EKG stress test, all of it looked good, and he had the nuclear stress test done. That's where they do radioactive or whatever, die, Mm -hmm. and they figured out that he had a blockage. And had they not done the uh, nuclear one, he'd be dead right now. He had like a 90% blockage in one of the arteries. Went in, did bypass. I don't want to say he's healthy because he doesn't work out and do stuff like he should. Um, but at the same time, he's in much better position than he is. And even John, the one that I was talking about that had the blockage before he went on vacation. you know, That's been years ago at this point. I think it's been six years ago. And he's, he's like, man, I didn't even realize well, I still wonder,
3: if I was, I, I'm at that age. I probably still need to do a full physical, outside of just blood work that's and stuff. Good.
2: That's good.
3: Okay. I'm, I'm curious to see how Copy much has rent. changed. <laughs> what? <laughs> Copyright. That's got. It. That's where YouTube goes. It just it goes Man. blank there for a minute. But um, yeah, yeah.
2: Really, over four words. It's a classic. Three words. I wasn't even with three words.
3: But anyway, as as we're kind of beating this dead horse a little bit. Uh,
2: really? We never do that.
3: <clears throat> or getting to the bottom of the bowl here with our spoons.
2: Um we gotta check the shopping list. I guarantee you we gotta be up to for shopping buying a new bottle of syrup at this point.
3: <laughs> you would think with all the syrup we're eating, it's all this crack, we'd be all going ninety miles an hour. But uh
2: Ironically you are. That is fast for you. <laughs> this is this is fast, Corey, for anyone that was wondering.
3: But, yeah, as, as getting wrapped up here. I, I don't see how I'm going to retire. I don't
2: know if there's going to be a retirement. I mean, I don't. You keep running your mouth, you ain't going to make it out of the parking lot. <laughs> I'm just saying. But, no, I I feel the same way. I, I, I don't feel like I'm just not built for that. Yeah. I'm not built for not doing yeah. something. It well, is that sense of purpose because well, it gives you a sense of well, here's what's value at the same time.
3: We have a very pessimistic view on it these days i mean everything brian for me I, i don't
1: optimistic i mean i'm optimistic in the sense that the whole reason why earlier i said you know like i pull this money aside it's not that i never spend any money it's that i want to make sure that maybe one day some hobby comes up that's slightly more expensive than normal. I'm not saving
2: for my retirement. You've been Googling sex robots. (laughs) Okay, maybe. He's like, it's it's finally a woman that can't say no. Oh yeah.
3: Hey, hey, well, until they program them to say
2: no. I was going to say, what, at what point do sex robots start following the Me Too following? What, what like was it?
3: This? Uh, this guy was programming a robot to uh, watch all these psychopath movies oh. and program to be oh, a psychopath or something. I scripts and stuff. Yeah.
2: Oh my god, yeah. It was twisted. No, it started writing stuff and yeah. I was like, no, nah, man. Yeah. Now we're teaching them to carry guns, so that's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. there's movies all on we we that those and none two, of them are good. All, all we need is those two guys to hook up and go, You know what? You get your chocolate and my peanut butter. We can kill everybody.
3: My my last name's (laughs) Sky and your last name's Net. We should be together. You know what's funny is I
2: have a page that I started completely as a joke to screw with somebody. It's called Skynet Origins. Just 100% just to screw with somebody one day. (laughs) Took all of two minutes.
3: Well, maybe that's what we need is uh, the Terminators to just come wipe us out and call it a day.
2: So it's... (laughs) <laughs> what we figured out is Corey and I are never going to retire. We're just going to dry up and die. Brian <laughs> has some sort of twisted. Sense of 80s values that don't make no, any he's, sense. Yeah, he's, no. he's
3: younger and hasn't gotten beaten down by life yet. I think my issue is I
1: grew up watching 80s movies and that really fucked me mm-hmm. up. He watched Wall Street once in his life. Less
2: than zero. You, yeah, you shouldn't watch Less <laughs> Than Zero when you're like 10. That's Unless not you want to do a lot thing. of cocaine. I watched
3: both of those movies. God, it's such a great movie. Which one? Less Than Zero.
2: It is, and it is not. It is, it, it, <laughs> the book is, is more fucked knock. up.
3: But it's still a good movie.
2: But so anyway, hopefully you guys out there have a better plan put together than I have or better luck or rich. Yeah, or even somebody. have a plan
3: because none of us are really. If anybody's a planning. financial planner, please give us a call. And then maybe one day
2: contract <laughs> killing will pay a lot and I could just retire <laughs> off doing that. But... Or,
3: or maybe six people will listen to our next podcast and we can start making some money at this. I'm
2: shooting for seven. Seven's <laughs> a solid number.
3: And we're talking about anonymous like no f-
1: family somebody outside of us room. listening to ourselves.
2: You know what's funny As I was thinking about that the other day I was just like we should just set up a program on my laptop where it just plays it and then replays it and replays oh, the it. the early days YouTube Replays it and yeah it just and then all of a sudden we wake up and we're like we got 400,000 hits
3: <laughs> and it's
2: all from one little place in Villarica. <laughs> I mean, hey if it still gets us a check I'm willing to freaking Oh yeah. I'm hey I'll fake it no matter how good the hooker is. I'll still fake it.
3: All right, guys. I think it's time to wrap this up and get the hell on out
2: of here. Lick our spoons God, or whatever. Thank God. I'm so tired of <laughs> I'm not you.
1: licking your spoon. I will lick my own.
3: Anyway, you guys- Did you get... have a
2: dream about eating pudding? Because I woke up with a spoon in my butt last night.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I woke up with shit on my face. Anyway, you guys- <laughs> You guys go check out the uh, the website. It's uh, peanutbuttersyrup.com. It's got all of our Twitter and Instagram, Facebook information on it, and uh, you can check out more of our stuff when uh, Darut's out doing his comedy stuff, and when Brian's soliciting hookers on on site. Right. No, it's our, That's me soliciting hookers on site. Or when we're going to be
2: giving shirts away, or shirts for asshole yeah, shirts quit away. we we'll
3: have giveaways. Uh,
2: quit making it sound normal.
3: who, who does normal? We're giving away free pots and pans.
2: Well apparently your name's <laughs> apparently your name's normal because nobody's doing you. <laughs> so.
3: All right guys, we're out of here. We will talk to you soon. Goodbye. Bye.